You are now listening to Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast, and I'm your host, Jerrica Burns. Now, just in case this is your first time tuning in, as always, thank you. I do believe it is important for you to know that this is a community full of go-getters, go-getters who are self-motivated, resourceful, and using our gifts and talents to serve our community and live out our very best lives. Now, periodically, we do have our stuck in the struggle of life moments, but we are flexible and resilient, and eventually, we find a way to bounce back. Well, welcome back, Go-Getters. It is my pleasure to bring you the season finale of Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast. It has been an honor preparing and bringing these episodes to you each and every week. This particular episode has someone who is very influential in my life through social media, which I know you all are like, what? But she is blogger and life coach um, of Mind and Heart, and her name is Patricia Shahone. It's such a cool story that she has. I'm really excited to introduce her to you all. I really hope that this episode is inspiring to you as it is for me. So without further ado, welcome Patricia Shahone. Hey, Patricia, how are you? Hi, Jerrica, how's it going? Oh, I am doing amazing. I'm super excited um, to have you on the show today. So first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here and then to be on on your show. I'm so excited. I've been listening to your episodes over the weekend and uh, it was just so awesome. I'm glad to be a part of it. Yes, I wanted to uh, let everyone who listened to this episode know a surprising fun fact that Patricia and I actually have connected through social media. Um, So her page, Mind and Heart, I absolutely adore. Um, I told Patricia that it literally is like the little person on my shoulder that is talking to me, you know, while I'm doing my makeup, while I'm making breakfast, like every single thing um, that you post literally every day. It's so relevant. And basically, I felt like it was more than necessary for you to be on the show and for you to really have an impact on the people who are going to listen. So for people who do not know, who Patricia is, if they're like, who, who's this woman that Jerrica has in her show? Um, please just share your story about mind and heart, how you got to where you are today. Why does Patricia exist? Because you're living your purpose. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thanks for having me, for sure. Um, I mean, uh, it's like, I don't know where to start. It's been such a long road, but I'm born and raised in Montreal, Canada. For the most of my life, I've been on a pretty traditional path you know, working my way through school, uh, you know, that overachiever wanted to do well in sports, do well in school, do well at work. And so for a while, I think, (laughs) even though I was at my most productive, I don't think I was necessarily at my best. I think that's a good place to start when I'm talking about my journey. It's what really stands out the most. It's that point in time where you know, you think you're doing it all and and you're doing it all the right way. You know, you end up realizing that you're doing all the right things, but you're feeling all the wrong ways. (laughs) Um, Yes. (laughs) So that's a good place to start. Uh, Over the course of that journey, actually, what kind of opened my eyes, funny enough, is, um, you know, I was a person who was very driven, very ambitious, but also really shy and uh, not necessarily the most confident of, of people. And so the turning point for me is I actually got into uh, personal training. So I took a course about personal training and nutrition. It really opened my eyes to a lot of different things. It got me to push my limits, try new things, meet different people, and really start slowly taking control over my life, taking a less traditional path. You know, so I think that was a good turning point. But, you know, even then, I don't think that was, uh, I wasn't quite, quite there yet. So uh, it's just one of those things where over the course of my life, a lot of things scared me. 
And the more I did the things that scared me, <laughs> the, the, the more I grew and the more I learned about myself. So that whole journey brought me to a point where the, the personal training is not something I'm still doing. It's still a bit close to my heart on a personal level. Uh, right now, I'm actually the director of operations for a tech incubator. And on the side, <laughs> by day, that's what I do. And then by night, uh, I'm starting to grow my, uh, my coaching business because I feel that that's definitely my purpose. I've had you know, a long road of getting to know myself and helping other people in the personal training capacity. I think that along the way, I've discovered that you know, there's a lot of things you can do on the outside to advance, to improve. Uh, to feel better, but it all starts inside. There's no running from that. So mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I learned that the hard way. So I'm hoping I can help people uh, not have to learn it the hard way and, and maybe share some tidbits and nuggets I learned along the way too with them and then to help them along their journey. So I'm happy to hear I'm the little person on your shoulder sometimes. That's the goal. <laughs> That's the goal of the page. Exactly. I, I might be kind of going on about this, but um, you know, one thing to remember too is that you never stop learning. So uh, for me, taking on a role as a director of operations, that was brand new for me. Managing a whole team of people, going into the tech field, which is mainly you know, male-dominated. <laughs> That's no secret. So uh, that kind of brought up all these insecurities that I didn't realize I still had. That was kind of another wave of, hang on, all right, let's step back again and, and do a little more reflecting and kind of brought me here. So I've done a lot of reflecting. I've done a lot of work on myself in terms of getting over those insecurities. So, um, you know, I'm happy to share that work with others and, uh, and hopefully have them benefit from it in an easier way than I had to. <laughs> right, right. And you know what, I'm just thinking, um, because when you mentioned um, some of those insecurities, it makes me think of, of, of your road, right, to where you are now. And some of those challenges that you probably have faced, especially one thing that you said that was um, really important, being in a male-dominated field, you know, um, starting a, a new um, industry as far as in tech and things like that. So um, if, you, if you don't mind sharing maybe some of those challenges, some of those insecurities even, um, that you may have had during that time. And, and you know, um, I'd love to know some of the resources because I know that you read a lot too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> sure. I mean, actually, funny enough, you know, when, when, you really, when I really sat down and thought about it, those insecurities that came out, um, it was yet another reminder that a lot of that can come from inside. Um, you know, my industry and my, when I started at the company that I'm at, um, yes, it was mostly men, it was male dominated, but the reality was, is none of these men were making me feel less than for being a woman. You know, a lot of that came from me where I was like, I'm one of the youngest people here. I'm stepping into my first director position. I'm leading a team and I'm sitting at a table full of men older than me who have been here longer than me, who have held positions like this longer than me. Um, and so a lot of it is just sort of taking a step back and understanding like, Hey, there's a reason I got this position right. and anything I don't know. I can learn these guys and these other girls, you know, they didn't start at the top. Everyone was new at something. Everyone had to try and fail. Um, and I think that's the perfectionist in me that comes out sometimes um, <laughs> yeah. that I had to kind of put a leash on her. Um, <laughs> and, <call Right>. her. <laughs> um, and I think it's a lot of that. It's just a lot of reflection, a lot of sort of realizing that a lot of the times we're so much harder on ourselves than other people are on us. We're our own worst critic, our own worst enemy sometimes. And so um, that was a big, big realization for me. When I took a step back and looked around, I was like, man, no one else but me is making me feel this way here. 
Um, yes. So the challenge really came from inside, I would say. For me, I, I just shared it recently, actually. One of the books that I read during that time was actually The Confidence Code. I was just explaining about women and confidence mm. and, uh, you know, how some of that is actually ingrained in us from, you know, when we're kids, uh, because we're raised to be good, demure, polite, exactly. well-behaved. <laughs> and so those are the things we associate as being, you know, a good woman. Um, and so it's, it's hard to deprogram those things sometimes, but it's so important. And, you know, they mentioned so many micro habits that we have as women sometimes that we don't even realize that we're doing that kind of, you know, put us almost at a, I don't want to use it a disadvantage, but that kind of reflects the fact that, you know, sometimes we, we may think we're confident, but not quite, you know, you really have to sit back and think, is the confidence a real confidence? Is it coming from inside or am I faking it till I make it, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Patricia, this is so good because, you know, lately the world Word toxic, right? It's like floating. It's a big thing. Mm. Because like you said, sometimes we think that we're that we're super confident. And a lot of those habits <laughs> that we've learned are toxic from just different things, from however we were brought up and what someone made us feel the definition of something is, right? So when you mention like what's good, um, I'm such an, uh, an overanalyzing person. Sometimes I think, well, who made up what's good? Who, who made up what's acceptable and what's not acceptable? Like if I feel good doing this thing over here, why is someone, and I'm not saying anything like, you know, bad, like stealing or, you know, but there are certain things that, that you do that makes you, it makes you feel good. And then you have someone looking at you um, and maybe, you know, tearing you down. And guess what? That Sometimes it's even because that person may not have the confidence to step out, right? And do that thing because they're so stuck in a little box. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I absolutely, I, I love that. Sometimes when I think of, um, you know, just developing and growing just this last year alone, sometimes I'm like, man, I could just make a list. But specifically for you, is there one thing um, that you would say that you're really happy, um, like the best thing that you've learned during, you know, if it's just this year or just in general, just becoming a woman, one of the best things that you that you've learned? Oh, yeah. Well, I think so. Part of it is is one, uh, you know, not being so hard on myself, especially when other people are not being that way. You know, nobody's perfect. And so we're all allowed to make mistakes. Uh, it's how we bounce back from them. Um, I think, you know, this year has been pretty interesting, to say the least, for all of us. Um, but it's also given me a lot to think about, exactly like you said. I mean, um, you know, for me, one of the big things that I started looking at, actually, funny enough, not so long before the pandemic hit, um, <laughs> is analyzing uh, how present I really am, I guess, oh, in my yeah. day to day life. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you just don't realize it. You think you are, right? You think you're present. And I thought I was. Um, but I really wasn't. I really mm -hmm. wasn't. Like, I guess we don't realize how much we function on autopilot sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just <laughs> going through the motions, that same routine every day. Uh, you know, you stop almost appreciating the little things and the little moments that go by. Yes. And, and you don't get those back, you know? Yes. Um, so for me, I recommend this book to everybody. It's like a, you would swear it was sponsored or whatever, but it's not. Um, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I did it's see that. So yeah. I have to, and I have um, I have a, a list of books, literally it's on, on one of my mirrors. And this list is so long and I get, you know, I get them one by one, you know, um, but then I have a terrible habit of like, you know, I'm reading so much and I just open up one book and read from mm -hmm. here, open up another read until I finish. 
Um, but I definitely, you know, have always thought about maybe joining a book club or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, because these these books are very influential and, and definitely help a lot, a lot. Oh, definitely. And I think for this one in particular, I, I before I recommend it to anyone, I kind of ask a few questions first to make sure that that's really where they are. I think, you know, for anybody that's, you know, tired of kind of going through the motions and is, you know, really ready to think about, hey, what's my real purpose here? Um, you know, and to practice gratitude and, and to really appreciate the things around you. It's a great, 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 great read. I mean, for me, from chapter one, I was able to put things into practice and I can safely say is one of those life-changing books. So um, I highly recommend it to everyone. Yes, yes. So now I, I do want to switch gears for a second. Um, and it's not really switching gears because we are uh, definitely focusing on um, just, you know, developing, um, you know, a, a beautiful mindset <laughs> that I would like <laughs> to say. Um, but you had a recent post um, that I had to save. I just had to save it because it was just that good. Um, and it basically was asking your followers if they had updated their personal growth resume. Yes. Oh, that was so good. So I really, I wanted to bring that up because a lot, everything that we're talking about is, you know, it, it, it kind of is aligned with this, but I want you to really talk about that because this is that time of year where we're approaching a new year, right? And People are really thinking about, man, like what what can I do differently next year? What what do I need to work on for next year? So just talk about that um, as far as the personal growth resume. Yeah, so this is something actually I started doing a few years ago, and I guess you normally might call it something like a New Year's resolution. So it started as a New Year's resolution, uh, and then it built off of that. It's really just taking the time if you know, the first few times I did it, it was just over the course of a year, um, you know, reflecting back on the year that passed, um, thinking about what I would consider to be wins, things I was proud of, things that I accomplished, uh, and then looking at things that I would have liked to have done better, that I wish I had more time to do, um, you know, just really taking time to think about the year itself, taking stock of, of how it went and how you feel about it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, thinking ahead, thinking for the new year, like, what are some things that uh, I'd like to do in the new year? Uh, it could be, I, I like to divide it up, actually. I like to divide it between, you know, things that are more personal for me, personal goals, um, you know, work goals, and then uh, anything else I can think of in between. Um, you know, one of the ones, for example, that I had uh, for 2020, which the pandemic made quite a bit easier, was uh, I love to cook and I love to write. And, um, you know, before that, I didn't have a whole lot of time for it. And I promised myself that I would, you know, get back into that. And I have. Oh, um, so. You know, it doesn't have to be anything huge. And I think we take so much time in our lives to update our, you know, our professional resume. You know, where did I study? Um, what jobs have I held? What positions have I had? Uh, you know, what am I good at uh, when it comes to my professional persona, I guess you could call it. But I don't think a lot of us really take into account how important that exercise is on the personal end of things, too. You know, you have to be working towards a goal or else, you know you kind of, if you don't have a purpose or a goal to work towards, sometimes life can just kind of either pass you by or it'll happen to you and you don't have much control over what's happening. You know, you're just kind of floating as with, or rolling with the punches, I think is the best way to say it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's two things that I thought about too. Um, when you're setting those um, goals or even just reflecting, 
definitely being intentional with it. And, and this, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this has been like my favorite word, but it's true. I mean, 2019 mm-hmm. and 2020. Because um, one of my episodes, I actually was saying, like, I'm one of those people. I do not like people calling me just to, like, sit on the phone and just breathe. I need you to, like, know. Like, even even yeah. if you say, hey, girl, I, <laughs> I just wanted to hear your voice. Then that lets, that lets me know that you just want to talk about what is whatever, right, is happening. Exactly. But at least you set that. You set that tone. You let me know. And we can do that. That we're open to whatever. Or if you call me and say, oh, my gosh, I just need to vent. Okay, I know that I need to listen. Just setting setting the tone for me and, and being really intentional with everything that we do. So even when we are talking about this personal growth resume, I think that just like you said, like floating, you know, like the, the whole floating thing, like you have to have a reason why you're doing what you're doing. Like you, you need to know, yeah. like, okay, if I want to lose weight, why am I losing weight? I don't want to lose weight just so I can look good in my pictures. I mm-hmm. want to lose weight so I can be healthy, so I can maybe extend my life maybe 10 years, you know? Um those things. Um, And then also accountability. And truth, I think that's why your page is so important for women. um, Because you, without you knowing, you're really an accountability partner, right? Because they may be scrolling, being unintentional on Instagram, right? Like scrolling for 30 minutes. And they come across mind and heart. And they're like, wait a minute, I got to get my life together. I like that, actually. Accountability partner. That's a great way to say it. That's why I wanted to personally uh, talk to you because I do feel that way. And I know that if I if something resonates with me through what you're doing, I know it'll it'll help, you know, other women there. Um, But those two things I definitely think are important, you know, setting intentions and having an accountability partner, even if it's just, you know, your best friend or a page that you that you love, um, that you can look at and, and get inspiration. So yeah, I just wanted to, to put that out there and, and you can add that accountability partner. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to actually, I really like that. I never actually thought of wording it that way, but it makes a lot of sense. I like it. Now I am interested to know because we talked about that you love to cook and write and then also read. Yes. So what are some other self-care habits that you have? I feel like self-care can take so many forms for so many different people. And there's this idea that, you know, it has to look the same for everyone. It's a bubble bath for everyone. It's, you know, it's a, it's a yoga session for everyone. Uh, not necessarily. And I think it can change, you know, day to day, week to week. Uh, you know, there's some weeks for me where setting the time aside to like really get some good sweaty workouts in, <laughs> that's self-care for me because I'm able to put other things aside and focus on it because that for me is maybe what I need that day or that week. Uh, whereas, you know, maybe the week after or a couple weeks later, all I need is to sit on the couch with a huge bag of popcorn and watch some Netflix. And it's, it's just giving yourself permission to take a step back and just to live a little bit, I guess, to give yourself permission to, you know, do things that even if it's a guilty pleasure, you know, even if you're watching a reality TV show with a piece of chocolate cake, that's what you need. That's what you need. <laughs> it's all about balance, I think. And it's all about just listening to your body and your mind and what it needs. So for me, it takes a whole lot of different forms. It could even be a long walk. It could be, you know, you mentioned calling up a friend. It could be like, hey, girls, I miss hearing you. Like, let's have a chat. It really depends on what I need on a given week or a given day. I think that my go-tos, though, tend to be cooking, writing, for sure, uh, working out, for sure. The personal trainer side of me is still uh, going strong. <laughs> um, so those are all things I like to do. Um, and, and, you know, in between, sometimes you got to just do nothing. <laughs> You gotta let it be okay to do nothing sometimes. 
That is so true. That is so true. I have um, personally for me, I have such a, an issue sometimes of sitting still. And I think it has everything to do with us just being, uh, as I would say, a go getter. Right? We're very ambitious. And so when you when you're allowing yourself too much time to relax, you feel like you're wasting time. Like, oh, wait, I could be doing something probably about a month ago. Um, shortly before my birthday, I actually had like just such a weird thing emotionally that was going on with me. And I realized that that's really what it was, that I needed to just slow down and just just stop. Yeah. Just take some time and really relax because I have so many things that I'm trying to do and so many things I'm thinking about and brainstorming and, and it becomes overwhelming. And then all of a sudden you just get smacked in the face and you're like, okay, you need to just lay down on the couch you know <laughs> yeah and you know if you relax and you're not because there's that guilt too like if you're you know quote unquote relaxing but your mind is busy feeling guilty about it you're not really relaxing either so exactly exactly so i do um want to have a little fun but it's going to be healthy fun um because again i i know that there will be uh impact in this so um i started this game for the true go-getters out there who are ambitious who are resourceful and resilient but of course, we do have those moments in life where, you know, we struggle at times. And, and, you know, as I mentioned, you know, having a moment of what's going on with me. So I wanted to play a game and it's called How Do You Do It? So I'm going to give you three questions and you will let me know how do you do it. And this is in true go-getter spirit. Um, so for my first question, how do you heal? The way I heal is really just taking some time to reflect. I know I use that word a lot, but it's really important. Um, I think I like to reflect. I like to, you know, if something has happened to me or, uh, you know, I'm not feeling so great, I think reflection is just the first thing I always like to do. I like to check in with myself and really understand, you know, what are you feeling and why? And just giving myself permission to feel those things, to process them, to, to not run away from them. And once you've done that, you know, then it's okay. What can I do to move forward? And then just really having a few actionable steps that I can start taking to pull myself out of a funk or a bad situation or a bad feeling or whatever it may be. For me, just having that, first of all, sense of taking the time to process and reflect. And then also knowing that I have a game plan moving forward for me is just, uh, it's what's always helped me. Um, and I would definitely recommend this. I always recommend this yeah. uh, because I don't think you can ever go wrong <laughs> taking time to really introspect and think about, you know, what's going on, how you're feeling and why. And, um, you know, when you're making a game plan to come out of something, whatever it may be, you know, this is the same thing I tell people when it comes to setting goals or building a new habit, start small, break it down into small actionable steps so that you don't feel overwhelmed. And so that you still feel like you're making progress towards making things better. So that's hundred percent what I would say for that. Yeah. And, you know, um, also I, I think about, um, rational decision-making. Um, and sometimes when you're emotional <laughs> and whatever the emotions could be, um, I shared at the beginning of my podcast, uh, when I first started that my position was eliminated. Um, I was a business travel sales manager for two properties. Um, and when COVID hit, of course, the hospitality industry kind of just went under and that's where I've worked the last, I mean, uh, 15 plus years of my life out of high school. So um, it was devastating, you know, and I was just sitting here like, what in the world is happening? Right. But then you start realizing that you're not by yourself. And then you start realizing, okay, you don't have time to really mope. You need to, like you said, make actionable steps. What are you going to do to move forward? 
Um, so I know sometimes when we say heal, a lot of people think about relationships and things like that, but it's bigger than that, right? Like there's so many, it's friendships. Even if when you think about losing like a good friend oh, yeah. off of a dispute or anything like that, I mean, you have to really take time. Um, and, and sometimes we do things, right? Like we send text messages or call or, but like you yeah. said, you really have to take time and reflect. I use that word a lot too. It's, it's very important. It's a, it, I feel like it's a, an, it's an action word that we have to do. You have to sit yeah. down, don't call them. Don't, <laughs> don't send any emails. <laughs> don't ask why exactly. just sit down and figure out what you're going to do as an individual to move forward. Right. So I love that. Um, so next on how do you do it? How do you stay focus you know setting goals helps me stay focused uh, and I know you know one thing that comes up sometimes is I have people that tell me oh I'm in a nine-to-five job and I hate my job and it's hard for me to stay focused but I think you can find focus and you can set goals even in those types of situations where you know the goal might not be what you expected it to be but maybe the goal is just learning to cope with a situation that you're not happy in. how do I expand myself what, what do I need to do maybe do I need to start looking for something else you know so so I think for me that's a big one is just really taking that type of approach now I'm going to tell you I have I have issues especially like when I'm when I'm trying to stay stay focused um you know my friends laugh because sometimes when I when I post workout videos I always have like a before I start working out like a procrastination <laughs> a procrastination photo because you know for whatever reason before I start working out I, everything else matters <laughs> you know oh let me finish washing these dishes yep. oh let me you know go take the trash out let me do all of these things it's like just get the workout done Jerica you yeah. know um so for me it's it's I'll be honest for me sometimes it's just calling myself out like just yeah. really <laughs> Yeah, it helps me, you know, because then you start catching yourself and you're like, okay, Jerky, you're doing it. Like you need to go and <laughs> get focused. Yeah. I try to remove excuses too. Like sometimes I'm like that too, by the way, especially if I'm working out from home, when you post that, I find it so funny because it's a hundred percent me. I'll be like, oh, maybe I should do those two dishes that I left over there. Oh, maybe I should look for that top I lost last week. Like just random things will come to my mind, but I try to give myself less excuses. So I'll be like, okay, the yoga mat's already on the floor. Like my water bottles are right. full. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that helps sometimes too. Just like, and like you're saying, calling myself out, being like, all right. Okay. <laughs> and, and it actually kind of leads into uh, my next, how do you do it? But um, one thing that I, I realize is that I have to know exactly who I am. Right. And I think that that's what mm -hmm. I love so much about your story is because you really took time to cultivate who is Patricia? What is Patricia doing here? What is her purpose? Um, and I think that again, like we said, our favorite word reflecting, mm -hmm. you know, kind <laughs> of thinking back on everything, um, you know, over the course of, of this life that we're given and, and not, um, you know, worrying about what someone else is doing. Like, I know I procrastinate. So I am going to call myself out and say that I procrastinate. I'm not going to act like I don't, you know, I'm going yeah. to put it out there. And hopefully through me, you know, sharing my truth will help me stop procrastinating. And, and then I can tell others how I stop eventually procrastinating. Exactly. Um, so for the last, how do you do it? I wanted to ask, how do you stop comparing yourself to others? So I think that that, and again, I, I, I keep going back to this. I'm not saying men don't have these types of struggles, but I think as women, um, you know, we have this, this pressure that we put on ourselves or maybe that others also put on us just to, to do it all, do it perfectly, look good while doing it. 
make sure you don't upset anyone, you know, <laughs> just to, to really yeah. get it all right all the time. Um, and I think that's part of, of the way I learned to stop doing that is, is identifying that maybe this is why I was doing it um, yeah, because of that pressure and to sort of understand that, you know what, everybody, no matter how good they make their life seem on social media or when they're talking to you, um, you know, everyone's just putting their best foot forward. They want to kind of, they don't necessarily want to air their dirty laundry or, or what they're struggling with. When they do, it's brave. It's awesome that people are now starting to share these things. But I think, yeah. um, you know, I think that's a, a big reason why we compare, at least as women, is, is, is that aspect of it. And so for me, it's just really educating myself and, and just like learning about the fact that it sounds kind of weird to say I had to learn about this, but it's just mm -hmm. understanding that everyone's really on their own path. They all have their own challenges. Um, you know, maybe that person is looking at you and comparing themselves to you. So it's really just yeah, that whole thing of, of being comfortable in, in yourself, you know, getting comfortable with who you are, learning to love yourself, learning to appreciate the good things about you uh, instead of always looking at the things that you don't have or that you don't do well. You know, try to put some focus on the positives, the things that you're good at, the things that you want to learn, um, and maybe taking away some of the negative ways we speak to ourselves. I mean, I'll tell you, exactly the way I spoke to myself, I would never speak to my closest friend that way if I really look back, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's so true. That's so true. And I'll, I'll tell you, like, sometimes receiving compliments, right? Because like we said earlier, we are our worst critics. You know, we are so hard on ourselves. So it's like, you get compliments or, you know, and it's from your friend and you know, you would never, the things that I say to myself in my head, I would never say to my friend, right? I, we always, as we would say, we gas each other up. We're always like, girl, you look great. You know, we would never. And it just, it, it, it just puzzles me, you know, how difficult it is sometimes for me just to say, thank you, girl, without me saying, oh, well, no, no, no. I know that, you know, this didn't look yeah. good or something like that, you know? And you know, yeah. And you mean it too. Like even when you're telling your friends all these compliments, you mean it from the bottom yes. of your heart and then they can be doing the exact same thing you're doing. And you're like, yes, good for you. I'm so proud of you. And then you look at yourself and you're like, well, why aren't you doing this, this and that also <laughs> you didn't do this well enough, you know? So I think that was a big learning curve for me too. Right. And the community, like having those people around you that will just love on you, you know, it's just so important because again, we're, I, I know I am, I'm just so rough. Like I'm <laughs> some yeah. days not out, <laughs> out loud, you know, but um, I could just, you know, just be thinking just the, the worst thing. Um, and sometimes you just need that love. You know, you need that yeah. love from your friends to just kind of shake you and say, girl, snap out of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, the good friends will always, tell you right like the good friends around you are not afraid to get tough with you and tell you hey listen oh know, yeah relax <laughs> it's not oh, that yeah. bad oh yeah <laughs> now um Patricia I definitely um I want to make sure uh that everyone listening to this this episode has an opportunity to stay connected with you. Um, I always am you know, gonna be sharing your post, so they'll have an opportunity to find you that way. Um, but you do have a blog, you do have your Instagram. I just wanna make sure that you are able to put that information out there for um, people to stay connected with you. Yes, so uh, right now I'm still uh, new. I'm still putting all the pieces together. So uh, my blog is being hosted on Medium, so you can find me on Medium under Mind and Heart. 
Um, you can find me on Instagram as well under mind and heart uh, underscore and um, still in the process of building my website. Um, but you can also find me on Facebook, uh, mind and heart as well. I'll share with Jerrica all of my, all of my links and then um, that will be easy to find me. Um, but I'm hoping that, uh, you know, with all of those different platforms and, and soon bringing them all together, it's kind of what you were saying, just to kind of build a community that way as yeah. well, just of women who are wanting to be there to support each other and, uh, and encourage each other and, uh, you know, maybe tell each other not to be so hard on themselves right, too. Right, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> Just what we need. And we need it every day. Well, I want to personally thank you, Patricia, for, again, being the little person on my shoulder every day. <laughs> um, it is just so, it is so needed and so necessary. And as I mentioned, it was uh, more than appropriate for me to have you on the show. I think that you're going to inspire a lot of women um, who are, you know, needing this information and needing the encouragement. Um, so definitely want to make sure that they follow you uh, to get daily inspiration um, and stay connected. And again, I just thank you so much for joining me on Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast. Oh, thank you. This was so much fun. Well, guys, that concludes this episode of Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast. If we are not connected on social media, please feel free to connect with me at Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. If you have any questions about this podcast or any future episodes, feel free to email me at hello at confessionsemail.com. I look forward to our next time together, y'all. Y'all have a beautiful and wonderful, glorious week. Until next time. Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast.